The best high school basketball game of the season is the sectional final. And that's what we have for you this afternoon on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Division II girls basketball sectional final, the number two seed McFarland Spartans and the number one seed Union Grove Broncos with a trip to the Rush Center and a state tournament berth on the line. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jesse Nelson, and I am not joined by the Dean Dennis Semra, although he is in attendance, I'm told, and may stop by at halftime. Instead, I am joined by, from Madison College, and the founder of the 608 basketball tournament, the coach, Bill Kegler. Well, Jesse, I'm excited to be here. I drove in. The parking lot was full, and the excitement's in the air for March. And uh, this is a spot to be in Dane County today for basketball because everybody's stopping by the table to say hi and everybody's here to see this great matchup. Feels like a who's who already that's come by to say hello to us here at DeForest High School. And just so you know, I love commenting on the crowd and our video stream on Wisconsin On Demand will start in a few moments. You'll be able to see it for yourself if you join us watching live there. Usually for high school basketball games, crowd rolls in, what is it, Bill, you know, 10, 15 minutes before tip, kind of as the players are just starting their warm-ups, everybody's grabbing food beforehand, maybe, you know, they're taking their time into the gym. No, not today. Student section's behind us, filling up fast. Crowd section on the other end of the floor as we're sitting courtside, already almost near capacity. This is going to be an electric atmosphere as they continue to roll in over the next 30 minutes for our 1 o'clock tip for the McFarland Spartans and the Union Grove Broncos. Let's quickly meet these teams. We'll talk a little bit about the 608 tournament and some other things coming up as our pregame coverage continues here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. The McFarland Spartans and the Union Grove Broncos both with identical overall records of 25-2. and two on the season. McFarland champions of the Rock Valley Conference with a 17-1 record in conference play. Union Grove undefeated champions of the Southern Lakes Conference for the second straight year. They run the table in Southern Lakes Conference play with an overall record in conference play of 14. That's 28-0 in the last two seasons in the conference. And Bill, when we look at these two teams, we look at the superstar, the junior Tegan Mullaney of the McFarland Spartans, helped propel her team to a victory in the sectional semifinal, edging out Monona Grove on Thursday night. She's hoping to shine again today to try and get the Spartans back to the state tournament for the first time since 1999. Yeah, for her, she does a little bit of everything. She's the catalyst for her team to get them going. Everything runs through her, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but they run some sets where they have some misdirection to get her some easy looks to get her going, and she's not afraid of taking perimeter shots or going into the paint and posting up. Uh, it'll be more so today on the defensive end because of her opponent. And meanwhile, for the Union Grove Broncos, they enter play today. Again, undefeated conference champions, 25-2, and two, and a team hungry for its first-ever state tournament berth. They have been so close in 2010, in 2015, last year, in a game that we called together, Bill, at Oregon High School against the Reedsburg Beavers in 2022. They've been to the sectional final, but the Broncos have never gotten over the hump. What will it take for them today? Well, their senior leadership is going to be huge. Sophia Rampala, a UW-Milwaukee commit, who played really well last year but was in foul trouble. So that will be something to look out for today in this game. And then also Sydney Ludwigson, which is a Walsh University Division II commit in Ohio. So they have the senior leadership that maybe McFarland is lacking, but maybe you could say McFarland has a little bit of that ignorance is bliss going on. However, Union Grove, 
little bit of chip on their shoulder from last year, fighting back, tough loss against Reedsburg. They want to knock that out for Union Grove and get to the Green Bay. This is the game that Union Grove has been building for all season long, having been on this stage last year. They have cruised, except for Thursday night against Waukesha West. They did not cruise in that one. Both of these teams in the sectional semifinal hanging on by final prayers not answered for their opponents. Union Grove defeating the two-seed Waukesha West 52-51, avoiding a buzzer beater for the Wolverines. That's how Union Grove got here to DeForest this afternoon. McFarland in a game you saw on Wisconsin On Demand and heard on 100.5 ESPN. 61-58 winners over Monona Grove. McFarland led by 18 in the second half. Silver Eagles came back and actually grabbed the lead before McFarland was able to hang on in the final moments. Exciting matchup today at DeForest Area High School. The two-seed McFarland, the one-seed Union Grove. Somebody is earning a berth in the state tournament at the Resch Center this afternoon. We'll find out who coming up with tip at 1 o'clock here on 100.5 ESPN. Coming up next, since we have the founder of the 608 basketball tournament, we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up in 2023 at Madison College. That's next on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Yes, sir. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or at Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. From DeForest Area High School, Jesse Nelson along with the coach Bill Kegler from Madison College, Girls Basketball Division II sectional final this afternoon, counting down to the opening tip between the McFarland Spartans and the Union Grove Broncos. As the teams come out onto the court and begin their warm-ups, let's take a moment and catch up with Coach Bill Kegler from Madison College. Billy, we normally catch up with you in December when the 608 basketball tournament is in full swing and some exciting things on the horizon as the tournament field expands again in 2023. Yeah, so we're keeping our four-team tournament Friday, Saturday. It'll be de December 15th and 16th of 2023, but we're adding a showcase game. So now we get to the ideal, the eight teams in the 608 basketball tournament so our four teams starting friday night with our first game is going to be a big one on alaska and wisconsin lutheran who both teams have kids who have division one level players on them most notably for wisconsin lutheran con knipple hoping he becomes a badger but we'll see what happens uh, this summer and in, in the offseason with him as far as moving forward next year. Then if, our second if game. If fans don't know Knipple yet, they will by the time the 608 tournament rolls around in December. He is a great talent. He's the real deal. And then the next game we have is Verona and Lakeville North. So Verona, our Lakeville team with some young talent, uh, Drew Murphy over at Verona, who is on the Big 8 all-conference team this year. And then Lakeville, or sorry, yeah, Lakeville North out of Minnesota, Tyler Wall's alma mater. You'll remember Nate Reaver's alma mater. Uh, next year, uh, one of our incoming freshmen, Nolan Winter, is from Lakeville North, and then a senior next year will be Jack Robeson, who is committed to Wisconsin. So that's going to be fun for Badger fans to be able to come see him. So they're going to do the uh, Friday-Saturday uh, tournament, and then our first showcase game on Saturday is going to be Stoughton versus Oshkosh North. Ah, yeah. So Stoughton, a local team with some great talent that shoot the ball really well. Oshkosh North with Stevie Clark and Xavion Mitchell, some great players, Division One level kids there. And then we'll have our Constellation, our championship, and then we're going to mix it up this year and finish with a showcase game. Lake Mills and Wanakee. So that should be a great game. Both coaches, Dan McKenzie and Steve Hicklin, do a great job with those programs. So we're looking to have a great crowd because, as I continue to say, our number one driver is an unforgettable player and fan experience. So we want to have a good environment in the gym, 
Those who have been at Madison College in the gym know the size of it with our 1,200 seats is about perfect to create a high-energy atmosphere. It is incredible. We've been there each of the last two years, the inaugural first two years of the tournament. Been fantastic and love to see that it continues to grow. Stoughton, by the way, a team that you'll see in action tonight in the boys' regional final on Wisconsin On Demand. Stoughton and Mount Horeb tonight. Alex Strofe and the Dean Dennis Semrau will have the call. Coverage starts at 6.30 exclusively on the video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. I love that Lakeville North. And one of the cool things about your tournament, Bill, is that you bring in that out-of-state team. We've seen a couple of teams from Illinois with D1 talent come in and just be an exceptional showcase and a great challenge for the Wisconsin teams that you bring in. But also Lakeville North now with the Badgers connection. He rattled off all the names there. Love that that's a component of the 608 tournament. Yeah, I mean, just this last year, Jeremy Fears from Joliet West is playing in the McDonald's All-American game, going to Michigan State next year. The first year, Jaden Shutt, who's at Duke right now. So if you love basketball and you love to see players who are going to be playing college and pro basketball, this is your chance to see them in person. And, and again, as a kid, I go back to the Badger Classic, watching Sam Oakey, Reese Gaines, all these players. This is what we're trying to create at Madison College so the next generation has that players to look up to in person, not just their highlights or the YouTube clips. And starting next week, follow along at 608 basketball is that correct? at 608 b-ball that's it Twitter at limits my character I, I, well I, I just imply it I just, six, at 608 b-ball follow along there for updates all year long but especially next week along with that ESPN Madison on Twitter special contest that we have going on starting next week yeah we're fortunate enough to have ESPN do our live stream and our commentary for the game so we pulled out the best calls from the tournament last year and we're going to have a 18 bracket for the 608 18 bracket next week. You can vote online on Twitter, and the teams will advance. And then uh, releasing the next Friday, we'll have the championship to see who had the best call. Was it Dennis Semeral? Was it Jesse Nelson? Was it Alex Straub? Who was it? Time will tell. We're going to have an interesting challenge in the office, no doubt, about who's getting the most votes garnered their way. So looking forward to that as it's bracket season, as evidenced by the game we're about to see. The fans continuing to roll in. Great crowd on hand at DeForest Area High School for this Division II girls basketball sectional final. The two-seed McFarland Spartans, the number one seed Union Grove Broncos. Prep Mania brought to you in part by the Nations Lending. The team at Nations Lending, Monona, finds home financing solutions as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Coming up next, we'll get Bill Kegler's keys to victory as we count down to the opening tip of the sectional final. McFarland, Union Grove, girls basketball on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Win or lose. We're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record books. Nothing's going to stop us now. And the buzzer knocks it down. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being a in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Roderick, be able to hang out with each other and be together. 
takes it all the way for the touchdown. Led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point on it. At the buzzer. At the buzzer. Wow. It's gone. Oh, my goodness. Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. All anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. That's a way to get the sectional final started. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand from DeForest Area High School. The McFarland Spartans and the Union Grove Broncos in the Division II sectional three, sectional final with a chance to get to the Resch Center and the state tournament next week on the line. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Jesse Nelson along with the coach Bill Kegler from Madison College. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or at ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. McFarland and Union Grove both entering today with identical overall records of 25 and 2 on the season. Union Grove had a season-high 21-game winning streak, which lasted from December 2nd to February 17th. There are only two losses to New Berlin Eisenhower and to Pewaukee, two really good programs. And one of those losses was the second game of the season. The other was the final game of the regular season. Outside of that, they've been perfect on the year. McFarland had a 15-game winning streak earlier in the season. That's actually where they enter right now with that 15 games in a row one. So it's amazing. Their last loss was on December 29th to Sun Prairie West. Bill, they haven't lost in 2023. What are your Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory for each of these teams today? Well, starting with McFarland, watching their game from the other night, they need to be able to break the pressure with the pass. They get in trouble when they're trying to dribble through the pressure. And part of that is reducing turnovers, which we'll talk about Union Grove in a minute and how they're going to transition into scoring. But their shot selection is also going to be huge. When they take early shots from the perimeter and they have no offensive rebounding ability, that's when the other team's able to leak out and get easy, easy transition buckets. And not only that, it allows them to set their defense a little bit better. So if they can limit those early uncontested shots, that's going to be huge for them. And then they need to create some turnovers because they do like to get runouts. So you'll see a lot of rim running from them as far as throwing the ball over the top. So in the half court, they need to put some pressure on, make sure they secure the ball with the rebound, and then get out so they can get out and transition and score. Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they're constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. And then Union Grove, they like to get up in pressure. They're going to apply some full-court run-and-jump pressure every once in a while. They'll throw some three-quarter court, 2-1-2 two, two action in there, depending on how they come out. But they really need to avoid foul troubles as well. Last year in this game, 
Rampula was in foul trouble, and that hurt them in the first half, put them in a big hole to Reedsburg. And then lastly, they got to finish at the rim. They tend to miss a lot of layups. They get to the rim because there's so much focus on Rampula that they get a lot of looks at the basket. They have to finish them today. And it's going to be fun to watch them because they love to run in transition. So hopefully we can get up and down today. Prep Mania brought to you in part by UW Credit Union. Their online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed just for you. Learn more at uwcu.org and follow ESPN Madison on our social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube to find the latest from all of this year's UW Credit Union student-athletes of the week. We'll step aside as the national anthem about to take place at DeForest Area High School, then the introduction to the starting lineups, and then the best basketball game of the year, the sectional final. Two-seed McFarland, one-seed Union Grove, a trip to the Resch Center on the line. The opening tip is coming up after this on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Electric atmosphere for the girls' basketball sectional final at DeForest Area High School for the McFarland Spartans and the Union Grove Broncos. Starting lineups being introduced right now. Brought to you by Ridgetop Exteriors, where they provide the best quality roof, siding, windows, and doors. Expertly installed and at an affordable price. They are the local team. They live and work in the areas they serve, so the people they're often helping are their friends and neighbors. Get a free estimate for your next project by logging on to ridgetopexteriors.com. For the McFarland Spartans in their road blue uniforms, white letters and numbers with a white trim. Starting at guard number three, Adrian Kirch. At guard number four, Bryn Kirch. At guard number 11, Elise Freeman. At guard number 24, Ava Dean. And at forward number 55, Tegan Mullaney. For the Union Grove Broncos in their home white uniforms, red letters and numbers with a red trim. At guard number one, Ava Domogolski. At guard number three, Carolyn May. At guard number five, E. Spang. Center, number 22, Sid Ludvigson. And forward, number 30, Sophia Rampula. Both of the head coaches for this game are parents to children on their team. Rob Domogolski, father of Ava in his 23rd season at Union Grove. Sarah Mullaney, mother of Tegan in her fifth season at McFarland. Spartans win the opening tip and the sectional final is underway on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. As we see it and as you see it on Wisconsin On Demand, McFarland right to left and this game opens with a three-point shot by the superstar Tegan Mullaney from the top of the key. Spartans up 3-0 just like that and now Mullaney disrupts a pass but falls out of bounds. Defense is one of her strengths, but Bill, so is shooting. McFarland opening the game like they did the other night. Very aggressive on defensive end. Got it ready, got a tip out of bounds. Mullaney, a junior, getting offers from pretty much every college basketball program in the country that she would want one from. We'll talk about that more in a moment. Meanwhile, on the run, shot no good with the right hand. Ludvigson and a rebound, Ava Dean for McFarland. Spartan ball up 3-0. Right side of the floor, Mullaney takes it herself to the bucket. Layup too strong off the glass and rim, no good. Rebound, Union Grove. Carolyn May into the front court. Finds the cutting. Ludvigson up with the right hand, good for two. First bucket of the game for Union Grove, Sid Ludvigson, the senior. 
Three to two, and the Spartans just threw it out of bounds. At least it's a dead ball turnover, so Union Grove can't get out in transition. Both teams looking to throw the ball ahead. This is going to be a track meet. 17.07, we're 53 seconds in to this sectional final. 3-2, McFarland leads Union Grove. Bronco basketball, and here is Rampula, first shot of the game. For three is too strong, but an offensive board for Carolyn May. May falling down, able to find some help up top from Ava Domogolski. Swing it right, E. Spang drives left side, deflected out of bounds by Ava Dean. It'll stay with Union Grove, but good defense for the Spartans. As my buddy Big Dog says, you were open and now you're closed. 16.43 to go in the first half. I haven't heard uh, Dennis reference his buddy Big Dog in any recent time, so good to have you on the broadcast with us today, Bill Kegler. Missed shot for Union Grove, and it ends up with McFarland. Elise Freeman and Kirch playing catch in the backcourt. Now they're able to get it into the front court. Ava Dean, second chance foul. Shot no good, but Ava Dean will shoot two free throws at the line. Spartans up 3-2, 16-28 to go in the first half. So both teams grabbing offensive rebounds here early. Hopefully somebody can secure that up. But the thing to look at here with Union Grove is they run a really nice sideline break out of this free throw. So you're going to see a rim run out of Ludvigson here right now. So they're going to bring it up our sideline, I believe, Jesse, right in front of us and try to get a layup. You can see that if you're watching on Wisconsin On Demand. You also saw Ava Dean make her first free throw, and there is her second. Right in front of us, Bill, on the right side of the floor. 5-2 McFarlane on top. Into the front court, here comes Union Grove. Spang at the free throw line, extended right position, now kicks it back out. Long three, Domogolski drained it from NBA range. Hello. He was in Wisconsin Dells. Tied at five on the three from the senior, Ava Domogolski. Contact on the other end will send McFarland back to the free throw line. Shot was no good, but Dean again draws the contact. She just made two free throws a moment ago. She'll shoot two more, but let's go back to the three, Bill. Holy moly. Did you see my head shake? I couldn't <laughs> believe she was taking the shot. Nobody was contesting her at all. Dean's first free throw is good. Domogolski on the season. A senior, the daughter of head coach Rob Domogolski. Second shot, no good for Dean. And a whistle goes against McFarland, efforting for the rebound. We're going to get Bryn Kirch, the junior, one of the three Kirch sisters on the McFarland squad. Hannah, the freshman, Adrian, the senior, and Bryn, the junior. And they've all played a significant role at different points in this season for the Spartans. McFarland up by one, just over two minutes into the sectional final. Feed down on the baseline, falls out of bounds through the hands of Ludvigson and a turnover to McFarland. That's a long entry pass to be making from about six feet behind the three-point line. He's the, she can shoot it from there, maybe she should have shot it and we wouldn't have had a turnover. Near capacity crowd here at DeForest Area High School. McFarland student section to our right behind us. Union Grove to our left behind us. And obviously a full set of fans on the far end of the stands, as you can see on our video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. McFarland brings the ball up. It's knocked out of bounds by Union Grove, so it stays with the Spartans. Inbound pass, a little dangerous into the right corner, but it's collected. Now the feed, Mullaney down on the left block. Triple teamed, and a held ball will give it to Union Grove. So the double team's coming early on Mulaney, which Union Grove needs to do. Obviously, you want to keep Rampula out of foul trouble to provide some help for her. Mulaney causing a little disruption in the backcourt on the inbound pass, but 
Union Grove able to get it across midcourt. Layup left hand, no good. Batted around and a foul is going to be called. 15-20 to go in the first half, and they're going to get Ludvigs in on the loose ball, trying to collect it. Might have shoved one of the players out of the way. 6-5 McFarland. I always give Dennis Semrau the magic number for the game, Bill. 98% of the time, team that scores it goes on to win. 56 today's magic number. I'll tell you more about that formula in a moment, or at least as much as I can. McFarland missed. Now so does Union Grove. Rampula couldn't connect from the right wing. Baseball pass forward, right side of the floor, McFarland. Now Mullaney on the left side. Pull up mid-range jumper is good. 8-5 McFarland. Mullaney's got five. It's going to be tough for Union Grove if they're going to run her off the three-point line. She has a great pull-up jumper. Three ball, no good. Rampula from the left wing, and on a bounce, McFarland collects it. Ava Dean. Bounce pass for Adrian Kirch. Kirch now feeds Dean a little out of control on the left side. Dean gets it. Now back to Kirch, into the paint. Foul. She'll shoot two free throws. Again, McFarland to the line with 14.31 to go in the half, and foul trouble. Obviously, it's really early to start saying those types of words, Bill, but... Definitely a thing here with four already on, as a team for Union Grove. Yeah, and they're spread out across a few players, and thankfully that's Rampula's first foul. But not being the deepest team, they want to try to adjust that, and they're going to have to just rotate quicker on defense. They're not trying to worry about blocking shots. Adrian Kirch, no good on the first free throw. Committed to playing college basketball at Edgewood College, Division Three next year here in the Madison area. Second free throw is good. She is the second leading scorer on the year for McFarland, averaging 12 points a game. Only Mullaney has more, and you can double it. Mullaney averages 24. Three-point attempt no good for East Spang from the right corner. McFarland ball up by four. Mullaney pulls up in front of the free throw line. Shot too strong, no good. Rebound Union Grove. They'll come the other direction. Across midcourt, left side, Rampula. Back. Domogolski thought about another deep three, and now she's cut off with a whistle and a bump on the McFarland defense. You hear the McFarland student section begging her to shoot it again. They want to see her pull it. <laughs> that is Mullaney's first foul, and that's of note. Tegan Mullaney, as good as she is on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball, and as physical as she is down low, has not been in a lot of foul trouble in the games we've seen her in so far this year, including Thursday night in the sectional final. She picks up one foul early. Union Grove misses, though, and now it's McFarland basketball up by four. Left side baseline, ran out of real estate, now feed it into the paint. Open three, right side, no good for Dean. Had a wide open look. Union Grove will push off the rebound. Layup, right hand, Sid Ludvigson, yes. 9-7 McFarland. Spartans now racing out in front. Baseball pass down for Elise Freeman with the left hand. A little scoop floater is good. The shot selection's coming into play here. They're taking some uncontested long shots, long rebounds, and they're getting easy runouts on both sides. 11-7 on the run. Rampula first points of the night for the leading scorer for the Union Grove Broncos, averaging 17 a game. Rampula cuts the lead in half. 11-9, McFarland on top of the basketball. At the free throw line, Mullaney, great feed underneath to Ava Dean, who finishes and points directly to her teammate, Tegan Mullaney. Union Girls going to have a little bit better help side defense. They're ball watching with Mullaney, and they're getting great backdoor cuts from the McFarland teammates. 12.45 to go, first half, 13-9. McFarland in the sectional final. Left side three off the front of the rim, no good. Mullaney gets the board. Mullaney guarded one-on-one -on -one by Rampula. Two leading scorers for both teams. 
Mullaney feeds Ava Dean, who's fouled. Shot no good, and she will go back to the free throw line. Now the fifth team foul already here at the 12.31 mark of the first half, and that one goes against Ludvigson. It's her second. Or correction, that's her third. So as much as this wants to be a track meet, the fouls are going to definitely slow it down. Dean comes up well short on the first free throw attempt, and the Union Grove fans not shy about letting her know that. Ludvigson heads to the bench with those three fouls already. Significant development for the second leading scorer for Union Grove on the year. Second free throw no good for Dean, so an empty trip for McFarland. Union Grove has it, trailing by four. Stripped from behind, Carolyn May. And Mullaney has it in front for McFarland. Right side, three, too short for Kirch. And it falls out of bounds back to Union Grove. There's a lot of three-pointers being taken in transition here. Hopefully we can find a way to, they can settle in a little bit and start to attack the Rams, score off two feet, especially McFarland, who's going to be in the bonus here shortly. Timeout with 12.15 to go in the first half, 13-9. to nine. McFarland leads Union Grove on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Jesse Nelson from Madison College, the coach Bill Kegler with you for girls sectional final basketball on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. The first of two games from ESPN Madison today. You get the sectional final for the girls this afternoon and then tonight on our Wisconsin On Demand video stream, Stoughton and Mount Horeb in the boys regional final. Alex Strofe and Dennis Semra will have the call on that one. Meanwhile, we've got a great one here so far. Out of the timeout, three-point attempt for East Spang comes up short. She was a couple of steps beyond the arc at the top of the key. And I think she just misjudged it a little bit. We have to believe Union Grove has a Steph Curry shooting drill that they're implementing in practice with the depth of their shots they're taking thus far. <laughs> Is that something you see at Madison College a lot, the old Steph Curry drill? Not in my time. <laughs> Shot no good for McFarland. 11.50 to go in the half. Union Grove basketball. Nope, take it away. Mullaney has it. Dribbles off her foot. Loose ball right in front of us. It's a scrum. And McFarland comes away with it, but the pass is tipped. Union Grove has it now. Carolyn May feeds it for Domogolski, who walks it up the left side of the floor. Now Domogolski goes, tries to kick left corner. Mullaney stole it. That length for Mullaney with the wingspan, she is able to disrupt so many things defensively, including feed-out passes just like that. Now Mullaney drives, lost control of it. It was last touched by Union Grove out of bounds. It might be my old school, but we need to see a jump stop here. A lot of one-foot finishes, and we're getting tip balls, deflections, and a lot of turnovers out of that. Pass comes in for Mullaney as she grabs it just before the midcourt line. Mullaney one-on-one, right side, now drives inside, feeds it, left block, layup, good for Adrian Kirch and a foul and a chance at a three-point play. Adrian's doing a great job cutting off the ball again. All the eyes are on Mullaney dribbling either at the top of the key or on the wing. A simple back cut, and Mullaney's passing ability is helping McFarland tremendously dice up this Union Grove defense. That's one of the things, Bill, when you have a talented player like Tegan Mullaney, when she is so good at passing, she had an exceptional no-look pass in the sectional semifinal Thursday night against Monona Grove. When you can do that and draw multiple defenders and then find an open player without even looking, that's what makes a team really special. 
And that's what McFarland's hoping will be special enough to get them to the Resch Center in a state tournament for the first time since 1999. Held ball forced by Ava Dean in the left corner, and the possession arrow gives it to the McFarland Spartans with 10.54 to go in the half. Tipping point moment here. McFarland could bust this open, but Union Grove has a senior leadership in the composure. Rampula is not phased at all right now. Across midcourt, Haley Testel in, number 14 in the road blue uniforms of the Spartans. In for the first time tonight, Mullaney is fouled as she receives a bounce pass down near the right block before she could attempt a shot. And that is the seventh team foul already on Union Grove, the second on Sophia Rampula, so it's a one and one for Tegan Mullaney. Makes the first. Union Grove needs to execute their sideline break here. If they get a made free throw here, they need to push it up quickly and try to get the quick layup. They haven't scored in a few minutes, and they need to see the ball go through the basket. Mullaney, an 80% free throw shooter on the season, two of two on her first two attempts this afternoon. Largest lead of the game for McFarland, 17 to nine with 10.35 to go in the first half. Carolyn May, right to left across the paint. Floater from three feet is no good. Loose ball to McFarland. Testelin goes left, now feed it down. Mullaney spins her way out of a double team to put it up off the glass, good for two. Great double drop step using the left hand off the glass. Union Grove needs to send the double team a lot quicker. Again, their help side defense needs to be quicker to rotate. First double-digit lead of the game for McFarland at 10. Three-point attempt, no good for the Broncos of Union Grove. McFarland basketball. Mullaney gets it again with the left-hand layup. Timeout, Union Grove with 9.58 to go in the first half. McFarland 21-9 on top of Union Grove in this Division II sectional final. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. People aren't rates or policies. Hi, this is Eric, and here at Nations Lending, making home loans human means seeing past the numbers. Hey, it's Jesse Nelson. Take it from me. The team at Nations Lending in Monona truly values conversations, genuinely getting to know you and your needs to find the best home loan for you. Let them help you the way they helped my wife, Becca, and me. Go to nationsmadison.com to connect with a local, personal mortgage advisor today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Corporate NMLS, unique identifier number 32416 to verify mortgage company or individual license. Visit NMLS, Hey, this is Craig Karmas and founder of Good Karma Brands. Join Kyle Wallace and me every Sunday morning from 10 to noon for Sunday Karma here on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Stoughton Health provides comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton's community in the entire Madison area. From their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Robble, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at Stoughton Health. Jesse Nelson and the coach Bill Kegler from Madison College with you for Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin On Demand. McFarland has opened up a 21-9 lead in this sectional final. Out of the timeout, Union Grove needed points, and they get it for East Spang. Picked a pass on the right side of the lane and went up and easily got two points. And now McFarland turnover on a travel, Bill Kegler. So they need to score to set up their full court pressure, and they did. And look what happened. They got a turnover on the opposite end. Put another basket here together, set up their pressure, and they're right back in the game. What do you think the veteran coach Rob Domogolski was telling his team during that last timeout? It wasn't that. I can promise you. Three-point attempt, no good for Rampula from the right wing, and it's out of bounds last touch by the Broncos. 
coming right at you as you see it on our video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Special thanks to our producers on hand today, Hunter Vaughn and Riley Yauk in the ESPN Madison studio. Ryan Wollersheim, our video producer on site here at DeForest Area High School. There, there's Union Girls rotation much quicker. That's what they addressed yeah. in the timeout. And they force a bad shot by Mullaney, and it's taken away by the Broncos, trailing by 10 as we approach the midway point of the first half. On the run, Domogolski too strong, out of control. Rebound, McFarland and Mullaney. Tegan Mullaney dribbling left hand across midcourt. Pressure from behind by Domogolski, who came in and ripped it away from Tegan Mullaney, forcing a held ball, and that gives it to Union Grove. What a play defensively by Domogolski. This gym isn't that big. There's got to be more communication from McFarland to let her know that there's someone coming from behind. So a couple of empty trips for McFarland out of that timeout by Union Grove, and Mullaney looked like she's wincing a little bit as she gets back on defense. Long three-point attempt is short for the Broncos. That was Domogolski who hit the one from well beyond NBA range earlier to start the game. Loose rebound was collected by the Broncos, so now they'll try it again. Right side, number 12, Faith Smith in the game for the first time. Smith, free throw line extended right, feeds out. E. Spang for three, hits the rim, and then goes up and hits the pipe out of bounds to McFarland. Rampula didn't touch the ball most of the possession, but it would give Union Grove the opportunity to set up their pressure here. I'm, I'm surprised they're not but hopefully they're going to focus on the half-court defense. Right side, Bryn Kirch across the timeline. Now goes left, Elise Freeman. Freeman played a significant role in the win in the sectional semifinal for McFarland Thursday. Mullaney through two defenders, sidesteps both, and lays it up good. Tegan Mullaney having an outstanding first half of the sectional final. 23-11, McFarland up 12, eight minutes to play in the half. Rampula, left side of the floor. Feeds for Carolyn May. May bumped from behind and a foul will go on Taylor Feldner, the senior guard for McFarland. Union Grove has some good baseline out of bounds sets. Hopefully they can get a good look here. They tend to get a look right in front of the block on the ball side. We'll see what they execute. It's Rampula doing the inbounding, standing between the N and the O in Norskis as it's written along the baseline. And the inbound disrupted by Freeman, and it was last touched by Union Grove. Didn't see that coming. Freeman stepped in the way. I thought she just simply batted it out, but apparently it was off of one of the Union Grove defenders. The ref was much closer than you, Jesse. It's typically the case. We got a pretty good view here courtside, though, at DeForest Area High School. Here's one knocked out of bounds. This last touched by Union Grove. So it stays with McFarland with a 12-point lead. 7.38 to go in the half. See, when you have Tim Haldeman here, you get a biased view of the officiating. <laughs> the official himself filled in for the Dean Dennis Semrau on Thursday evening. Dennis was with you over at the Badger-Purdue game at the Kohl Center. Fun game, not a fun result if you're a Badger fan. Couldn't will him to a victory. Out of the inbound, Mullaney. Right side, step back, three. Might have forced it a little bit. No good. Way too strong off the glass. Rampula rebounds. At least McFarland was able to get back in their transition defense out of that bad shot. Rampula spins around. Now driving the paint. Goes up and is fouled. Positioning wasn't great under the bucket. Hit the bottom of the rim, so the shot no good. But she will shoot two free throws. 7-17 to go in the half. 23-11. McFarland leads Union Grove. Just how evenly matched are these teams, Bill Kegler? Both teams identical records of 25 and 2 
in the final AP poll of the season in Division II girls basketball as the first free throw is no good for Rampula. Union Grove was the AP third-ranked team. McFarland fourth. Both champions of their respective conferences. Rampula's second free throw connects. McFarland won the Rock Valley at 17-1. Union Grove for the second straight year undefeated 14-0 to win the Southern Lakes Conference. Mullaney on the run, left side. Multiple bodies fall to the floor. That's East Spang who collided with Mullaney. McFarland needs to get back to their off-ball movement. There's four Union Grove players moving at Mullaney there. There's got to be a drop-off or a pitch-out opportunity for her, so she's not taking such a tough shot. Spang looked like she's having a tough time collecting her breath. I don't know if she got the wind knocked out of her or something down there, but... Had to walk it off for a minute. Now she does check out of the game. In comes number 14, Samantha Hafferkamp. Mullaney's first free throw was no good. Unofficially 13 points for Tegan Mullaney already. Make it 14. McFarland has 24, and they're doubling up Union Grove right now with seven minutes to play in the first half. 24-12, Spartans lead the Broncos. The answer on the run, no. Ashley Lamers, too strong, had a good look down low. Now Union Grove keeps it, three-point attempt, no good. Outside of the first made three, they've missed everything from beyond the arc for a team that loves shooting it out there. Mullaney with contact, left hand, shot good, and one to the line. Back to getting some offensive rebounds from scrapping this side of Union Grove. They got to connect on one. And unfortunately, again, long shots, long rebounds. Runouts for McFarland and scoring in transition. Tegan Mullaney have a half. Unofficially, that's 17 points for Tegan Mullaney, who averages 24 a game. And she checks out for a quick breather while McFarland has a 15-point lead. The Phil Jackson substitution probably bring her back around four minutes, although she does have four, two fouls, so if they keep this lead, keep her over there, keep her rested. Rampula for three. No good, but an offensive rebound for Union Grove collected by Carolyn May, who's fouled. Last foul to give for McFarland in the half. That's the team's sixth. Correction, that's the team's fifth. They update that scoreboard real fast. Keith Mankey, Madison College scoreboard operator. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> So that is the fifth team foul on McFarland. They have one to give yet. There it is. And unfortunately for the Spartans, it comes in the act of shooting. Shot was no good. Ashley Lamers, the sophomore, goes to the free throw line to shoot two. And I do wonder, Bill, how much Union Grove will try and work their way inside while they have a size advantage with Mullaney on the bench. That seemed to be the strategy immediately. First free throw good for Lamers. First points of the afternoon for the sophomore. Well, at this point, even with Mulaney having two fouls, you got to attack her when she is in the game. And when she's out of the game, obviously, you got to go to the rim as well. That needs to be their first operating procedure on offense. Lamers' second free throw is good. 27 to 14, and Union Grove does apply the full court pressure. McFarland able to break it across midcourt with a couple of passes. Dean. Spinning her way at the midcourt circle. Now Testelin goes right. Pump fake. Adrian Kirch into the paint. Feeds down low for Ava Dean. Had it deflected. Got her own rebound. Couldn't get the second chance. And a rebound comes away for Rampula. She feeds it in front for Hafferkamp. And Samantha Hafferkamp traveled 
trying to collect the pass. Dean finds her way to the dunker spot there in the short corner really well, and her teammates are, teammates are able to find her. But now with Malini out of the game, she has a taller player in Rampula Gardner, so she was able to deter her shot. That can be a tough angle, too, when you're on the run cutting toward the basket, when you're not dunking it, you're trying to throw it up. The momentum takes you a little bit there. Three no good for Kirch. Rebound, Rampula. All the way, coast to coast, no good. Jesse, Little what's your experience in dunking the ball? Um, minimal. I got a Nerf hoop at home, Bill. I don't even know if I could dunk on that. I think I might have hung it a little too high downstairs. McFarland ball, open three, Freeman, bank, no. And a loose ball foul. Goes against Union Grove. So that means McFarland goes to the free throw line. She wrapped her arms around behind her on the box out there, and the official had a good view of it right in front of the Union Grove bench. And that is the third personal foul on Union Grove's Carolyn May. So foul trouble for another one of the leading scorers for the Broncos this year as the first free throw is good for Dean. Union Grove rolling the dice with Ludwig coming back into the game with three fouls. They need to make a run and get this into single digits before half. Hopefully they're going to run their sideline break. Second free throw good for Ava Dean. She has seven points five of which have come at the free throw line. 29-14 McFarland. Union Grove trailing by 15. Not a territory they're used to being in. Being so successful this year with a record of 25-2. Shot no good. Here come the Spartans. Not on the same page. Freeman threw it out of bounds looking for Testolin on the left sideline right in front of us. 5.03 to go in the half. And Mullaney still on the bench for McFarland. This has been an extended rest period for the best player on the Spartans. And Union Grove has a notable size advantage right now. They need to go through Ludwigson and Rampula going to the basket. Union Grove held on to beat Waukesha West 52-51 in the sectional semifinal on Thursday evening. Rampula cutting in, now it goes outside. Open look for three is no good for Ludvigson. And a rebound, McFarland. Baseball pass nearly lost by Hannah Kirch, but she's able to get it and feeds her sister, Adrian. Adrian goes left for Haley Testelin. Testelin back for Hannah Kirch. Pump fake right wing. Finds Adrian again, left side. Now Freeman works her way toward the top. Ava Dean for Kirch. Hannah, that is. Adrian for three left side, no good. Good defense, Union Grove, and now a run out. All alone in front, Ludvigson. Layup, missed! That kind of half for the Broncos. McFarland trying to run. Freeman, indecisive, traveled. Bad break, Union Grove. That shows you how important Ludvigson is to this team to be able to get out in transition and try to get some easy looks. They haven't had any opportunities while she was on the bench. And that was virtually uncontested. She was just on the run and a little strong with the layup. Four minutes to play in the first half. 29-14, McFarland leads Union Grove. Hannah Kirch, the freshman, steals it away. Adrian Kirch, now on the run. Ava Dean, layup is good. With a foul and a chance for a three-point play at the line. Sectional final first half belongs to the Spartans of McFarland. Everything's going McFarland's way. Extending their lead with Mulaney on the bench is huge for them. 
And just to prove it, Ava Dean banks in the free throw to complete the three-point play. As the legendary Al Kegler used to say, it's paid for, you may as well use it. <laughs> three and a half to go, 32-14. Open three, left side is no good for Ludvigsen. McFarland rebounds. Hannah Kirch across the timeline. Dean Adrian Kirch. Adrian drives in, feeds her sister Hannah. Left side three off the front of the rim, no good. Soaring in. Dean couldn't get the rebound. It's tapped to Ludvigsen, who feeds out front. Rampula, left side of the floor, didn't have the advantage. Steps back. Three, no good. Hit a couple of spots of the rim, but came out. McFarland runs. Adrian Kirch, left side, stripped by Domagolski as it goes out of bounds off Union Grove. 3.01 to go in the half. The dynamic of the game just changes so much with Ludwig said in the game. She's able to rebound and Rampula can run out and get ahead in transition. Timeout McFarland with 3.01 to go. 32-14, Spartans lead the Broncos with three minutes and one second to go in the first half. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin On Demand, brought to you in part by UW Credit Union. Their online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed just for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. Jesse Nelson, Bill Kegler at DeForest Area High School Girls Basketball Division II Sectional Final. The McFarland Spartans and the Union Grove Broncos, all McFarland with three minutes to go in the first half, 32 to 14 the score. Out of the timeout, shot no good. Offensive rebound, Ava Dean trying to find a teammate on the baseline out of position, lost it out of bounds. It goes to Union Grove. Bill Kegler, what's the message if you're Coach Domogolski of Union Grove during that McFarland timeout here in the final three-minute stretch of the half? We need to take care of the ball and make sure we're getting good shots. That's where they're getting out in transition. They had a couple steals, and they're getting easy layups, and they can't extend the lead while uh, Tegan is on the bench. Left side driving in on the run. Shot no good for Lamers as Ava Dean, no correction, that's Adrian Kirch fell to the ground for McFarland, but the foul goes against Testolin of McFarland. This is huge for Union Grove. Score while the clock is stopped. Get their defense set. Maybe they can set up some pressure. Lamers made her first two free throw attempts of this game. She misses the front end of a one-and-one, one, but an offensive rebound, Rampula feeding Ludvigsen on the run. Again, a contested shot, no good for Sid Ludvigsen, who only has four points in this game. Ludvigsen averages 16, she has four. Rampula averages 17, she has three. As a team, Union Grove only with 14 right now, trailing by 18 points in the sectional final. Driving in. Union Grove thought it was a clean block, but a foul is called, and the McFarland fans are happy about it. And Elise Freeman goes to the line. So Rampula and Ludwigson both with three fouls in the first half. Domogolski has no choice but to leave them in at this point. And you're right, Bill. I didn't see that that was Rampula who got called for the foul, and that's why many of the Union Grove fans were maybe a little extra irritated with the decision to make that foul call by this officiating crew. First free throw no good for Freeman. Second attempt is 
33-14, Freeman applying full court pressure. Union Grove able to break it. Two minutes to go until the half. Mullaney still on the bench for McFarland where she has been since about the five minute and 30 second mark. Ludwigson with some aggressive action going to the rims. They have to keep putting the pressure on the basket. It looks like she wanted to take the three pointer. Took the shot fake and drove around her defender. Hopefully she can get some easy points at the free throw line. Two free throws for Ludvigson. For correction, that was a one and one opportunity. She missed it. I thought it was in the act of shooting. That's my mistake. This is not the NBA, Jesse. <laughs> Rebound to McFarland. So another missed opportunity for Union Grove. Left side, Dean. Goes right. Charbonneau for three, no good. Freeman tried to save it with my favorite play, throwing it off the knees of the defender. Unable to do so successfully, and it's turned over to Union Grove. I heard you say that the other night. I, I want to envision you practicing that in your basement or your driveway. Oh, so good at it. Out in the driveway was the best, too. In the late late spring when you got, like, the snow pile underneath the basket, you're falling out of bounds, diving into the snow. It was awesome. Domogolski driving right to left across the paint, had it deflected. McFarland takes it away. Right side, Dean, baseline, up off the glass, and good. You know, Tegan Mullaney gets a lot of the accolades. Ava Dean, the junior, is having an equally impressive first half. And now McFarland and Freeman forces a steal at midcourt. Freeman bumped, lost the ball out of bounds, and she's a little slow to get up with one minute to go. That was an awkward fall. She landed on her backside and grabbed her elbow instantly. Looks like she's going to be able to shake it off, stay in. It's McFarland basketball. In for Kirch, Adrian Kirch. Fouled as she tried to get it out to her sister Hannah on the right wing. Double bonus for McFarland with 55.6 to go in the half. We'll be joined by the Dean Dennis Semrau at halftime. He'll stop by to share his first half thoughts of McFarland and Union Grove and help preview Mount Horeb and Stoughton boys basketball tonight in a game that you will be able to watch right here on Wisconsin On Demand. We welcome all of you joining us on our live and free video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. 582 viewers strong at the moment on Wisconsin On Demand. We hope you're enjoying our broadcast. Jesse Nelson, Bill Kegler. Both free throws good for Adrian Kirch. 37 to 14. McFarland leads Union Grove. Left side, Ashley Lamers is fouled. Shot no good in the act of shooting. She will get two free throws. They need to start capitalizing on their free throws. I can't tell you the percentage because I'm not a savant, but it's not good at this point. <laughs> Lamers sets fires. No good. I mean, Union Grove's been stuck on 14 points for a long time here. It's a testament to McFarland, even with Mulaney out of the game. They change their style and they pick up their pressure a little bit and they're able to still extend that lead. Lamers gets the second, 37-15. McFarland leads by 22 with 35 seconds to go until the break. Left side, correction, right side, Freeman. Couple of passes, gets it back. Not a good decision to go down below underneath the basket for Dean. And a whistle goes against McFarland as the ball got loose. And that sends Union Grove with a free opportunity on the other end. And it is two free throws, double bonus now for the Broncos. 
is you see both teams run to the opposite end because they both want to play fast. So like, let's get these trifles out of the way so we can get the ball back and go score again. Domogolski's first free throw, no good. Union Grove had a 21 game winning streak from December 2nd to February 17th of this season. Only two losses this year, the second game of the year and the final game of the regular season. Tomogalski missed both free throws. McFarland ball, 20 seconds left in the half. Freeman for three. Good from the left wing. 40 to 15. Ludvigsen, right side, spins her way down to the block and a good fadeaway jumper. Little Kobe fadeaway, love that. Three seconds, got a chance. Adrian Kirch, off the glass, too strong, no good. McFarland celebrating a successful first 18 minutes in this sectional final as they head to the locker room. Union Grove may feel differently. 40 to 17. McFarland leads Union Grove at the break. We'll get Dennis Semrau to join the broadcast for his first half thoughts coming up at halftime. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Halftime on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin on demand. All McFarland after 18 minutes, 40 to 17. The Spartans leave the Union Grove Broncos in this Division II girls basketball sectional final. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. While the coach Bill Kegler gets into the locker room for the halftime break, we are welcomed or joined? We welcome, I guess. <laughs> you can welcome us, okay. whatever. It's the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, in attendance at DeForest Area High School. Good to see you, partner. What do you make of the first half as McFarland holds a 40-17 to lead on Union Grove? Uh, two stats for you. One, uh, <laughs> Tegan Mullaney had outscored Union Grove 17-15 to until they got a basket right at the end. And that basket was after a nine-minute gap. We talk about the Badger basketball team, but nine minutes at a high school game, that's half the first half. They did mm-hmm. not get a field goal. And in that time frame, we have a 23-point lead. But what was big was uh, Tegan picked up her second foul. She went to the bench. Four players for Union Grove had three fouls each, including their leader, Sophia Rampulov. And uh, while uh, Tegan was out, they just built the lead. And Ava Dean is just having a wonderful game. 12 points. She's gotten to the line six times. Just attacking the rim. And uh, Tegan came out and hit that three to start the game. When your best player hits her first shot, that's a good omen. This is a long day for you, Dennis Semrau, so we won't keep it too much longer on this one. We'll bring the coach, Bill Kegler, back in momentarily. But a fun one tonight in the boys' regional final. You and Alex Strofe will have the call at Stoughton High School for the Vikings and the Vikings as Mount Horeb comes to town for the regional final. 2-3 matchup. What are we thinking tonight? Over-under on three-pointers made is 18 right now (laughs) combined. Both teams average around nine three-pointers a game. And uh, uh, Mount Horeb loves that pack line defense. They want to make you to beat you from the outside in. And I, th- I think when you, we saw last night with uh, Stoughton, they can drain the threes, but they really attacked the rim well. And that was a great one-two punch between Shipper and, uh, and Furholz. 
Dennis, we were wondering if a girls basketball team from the area would be able to make it to the state tournament in the Rush Center. McFarland appears to be on its way. Hopefully they are. Go Spartans. Uh, Dennis the homer. <laughs> All right, time to get you out of here. Thank you, Dennis Semrau. <laughs> Join him with Alex tonight, 7 o'clock tip at Stoughton High School for the Vikings and the Vikings as Mount Horeb and Stoughton do battle in the boys' regional final. We'll be rejoined by Bill Kegler for the start of the second half. McFarland and Union Grove coming up after this. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Jesse Nelson and from Madison College, the coach Bill Kegler returns as we get set for the start of the second half. The McFarland Spartans with a 40-17 lead over the Union Grove Broncos. Coach Bill Kegler, if you're in that Union Grove locker room at halftime, what the heck does Coach Rob Domogolski say to his team? You've got nothing to lose. Go out and play hard. I mean, you're down right now, but this has been done before. McFarland led a 24-point lead come back the other night, so it has been done. Give yourself a chance by playing some good defense to start here on the first possession. Out of the halftime break, McFarland begins with the basketball and immediately Union Grove forces a turnover. Running right, Domogolski had it deflected out of bounds and then trying to preserve it, East Spang stepped on the baseline. Give it right back to McFarland. And Union Grove's gonna bring their pressure. It looked like they were in a half court zone. Couldn't tell because it was a quick turnover, but we'll see what they fall back into here. Desperation time immediately for the Union Grove Broncos. Mullaney traveled using a screen for a floater on the run. She didn't like the call. An eventful first 20 seconds of this second half, but nothing to show for it yet for either team. And a 2-3 zone out of McFarland, mixing it up to start the second half, maybe protecting Mullaney's two fouls. Left side, Ludvigsen back up top for Rampula. Rampula with just three points in the first half. She averages 17 a game to lead Union Grove on the year. Ludvigsen had six points. She averages 16 a game. McFarland's defense has been great, and even when it hasn't been, Union Grove has missed some opportunities. Left side three, Rampula halfway down and out, no good. On a bounce, loose ball, McFarland has it. Mullaney, two on two, three on two. Correction, I didn't see in the corner. Hannah Kirch, who takes the three, no good. Rebound, Union Grove in the front court. East Spang knocked out of bounds by Bryn Kirch. And that's how we started the game, up and down with some quick shots, getting out in transition. Hopefully Union Grove can keep that pace now for the rest of the game. Inbound quickly to Ludvigsen, who runs into the paint. Right hand, no good, trying to get it up toward the bucket. Rebound, McFarland. Mullaney. Chest pass into the front court. Now Mullaney gets it back. Pull up three. Anxious to get back shooting after she was on the bench for all that time at the end of the first half. No good. Here comes Ludvigsen. Three left side. No good. Rebound McFarland. Minute and a half into the second half. Nothing to show for it. Still 40 to 17 McFarland. Pull up jumper. Free throw line. Step in front of it. No, Ava Dean gets her own rebound. Dean bounces it back to Bryn Kirch. Kirch goes right. 
Now Adrian Kirch for three, no. Mullaney taps her own offensive rebound. Kirch trying to find Dean, and bodies fall to the floor, and a foul. Goes against McFarland. And that is the third foul on Ava Dean. Not sure that will become a factor based on what the score is at this point, but of note. Well, they didn't sub her out, so they're not worried about it. Three-point shot good for Ava Domogolski. And maybe that's the offensive spark the Union Grove Broncos have been waiting for. 15.45 to go in the game. McFarland doubling up Union Grove, 40-20. to 20. Spartan offense patient. Left side, Bryn Kirch goes baseline inside for her sister, Adrian Kirch, cutting to the hoop, who lays it up good for two. Sister, sister, and two points. Both teams in zone, so the pace in the half court is definitely slowing down, especially with back-to-back -back made baskets. You can just feel the tempo and the air kind of falling out, but hopefully Union Grove can pick up the pace because they need to score more quickly than once every 45 seconds. Ball movement around the perimeter. Three-point shot from the left corner is no good for Carolyn May, and the ball innocently rolls out of bounds to the Union Grove bench. McFarland basketball, the inbound right there. Interesting play because McFarland normally wants to get out and run, so you wouldn't let that ball go out of bounds. You want to grab it and keep the ball playing going, but time and score is really important. To be able to slow the game down here is important for McFarland while securing possession. Mullaney shakes the defender, gives for Ava Dean, shot no good, and a rebound to Rampula. Rampula, full court pass and a layup for East Spang. That looked good for Union Grove. 20-point lead for McFarland, 42-22. They led by 18 at about this same juncture in the sectional semifinal on Thursday night before Monona Grove was able to come back and actually take the lead late in the second half. McFarland ultimately prevailing in regulation, 61-58. Three-point shot, no good. Mullaney offensive rebound, weak side for Dean. Cutting in, Dean is fouled. The shot is no good, but again, Ava Dean having an outstanding game physically, getting rebounds, muscling her way toward the basket and getting to the free throw line. And that is the fourth foul on Sophia Rampute. It's going to be tough for Union Grove to get back in this game if Rampula is going to have to give up some buckets by not contesting shots because she can't pick up her fifth foul. And they are going to sub her out here, which try to buy her time maybe till the nine-minute mark, but hopefully you can chip away at the lead a little bit. Like McFarland was able to extend their lead with Laney on the bench. Ava Dean good. She has 14 points unofficially. Averages 10.5 a game. Third leading scorer on the season for McFarland. Great performance for Ava Dean so far today. 44-22. Again, McFarland with double the points of Union Grove. Bryn Kirch forced a steal at midcourt. Lost it out of bounds, and a Union Grove player is down right in front of the scorer's table. Slow to get up with a little help from her teammates. It's number three, Carolyn May, who gingerly retreats to the... Union Grove bench. We'll see if she's okay. Looks like she might be able to walk it off from the way it looks so far. 14 minutes to go. 44-22. McFarland leads Union Grove. Kicked ball by McFarland as good defensive pressure was being applied by Bryn Kirch against Ashley Lamers. Looks like a jump split <laughs> on the right wing. That is a move I could not do. I can promise you that, Bill Kegley. 
I'm still working on the dunk situation. We might have to try that one out sometime here. Into the paint, on the run, left to right. Ludvigsen, no, batted around. Mullaney fighting for it, able to collect the rebound. Double teamed on the baseline, finds help from Freeman. Elise Freeman, right side of the floor into the front court. Went down, now spins back out, picks up the dribble and goes left for Adrian Kirch. Kirch left, Bryn Kirch for three, no good from the corner. Mullaney offensive rebound just towering over everyone down low and a whistle on Union Grove. Not in the act of shooting. 13-20 to go in the game. McFarland will inbound leading by 22. McFarland still being aggressive attacking the basket. It's good to see you don't want to take your aggressiveness out of the game when you have a lead like this because that's when you tend to get lackadaisical and turn the ball over, which creates a run for your opponent. Mullaney driving, deflected. Good defense by Union Grove. Ashley Lamers was in on it, but it was kind of a team block, I would call that, by Union Grove. 13-15 to play. Again, beneath their own basket, comes in for Mullaney in the right corner. Mullaney driving baseline. <laughs> Offensive foul on Tegan Mullaney. That she might be the spark that Union Grove needs here. A defensive play, you know, something that they're not necessarily used to. They're more of an offensive team, but maybe that can get them going on the offensive end with some energy. That's the third personal on Mullaney who stays in the game with 13 minutes to go. Open three, Ludvigsen takes it short. Loose ball, rolling. McFarland has it, Mullaney trying to chase it down. Union Grove gets it. Domogolski raced her to it and won. Domogolski walking across midcourt. Teammates either side, she goes left. Spang, pull up mid-range jumper, no good. Ludvigsen offensive board. Ludvigsen weaves through Mullaney and lays it up good. 44-24. McFarland still up by 20 with 12 minutes and 30 seconds to go. We've seen crazier things. Uni Grove in a 1-3-1 zone that's not really pressuring anything and keeping their big underneath the rim. So McFarland's going to address that here in the timeout. Sarah Mullaney calls timeout to talk it over with her team. We'll take a timeout with them. 12-20 to go. 44-24. McFarland leads Union Grove on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Bill Kegler, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Media, and quickly out of the timeout, Tegan Mullaney of McFarland attempts a three left side, no good. Didn't expect that action immediately. Mullaney missed, and now Union Grove misses from the left corner, but an offensive second chance, third chance, fourth chance, yes. E. Spang collected it after Domogolski missed from the corner. Union Grove with a little bit of momentum now, as much as they've had in this entire game, quite frankly. 44-26, Dean responds with a shot good two steps in front of the free throw line. And Rampula back in the game for Union Grove. They need to make their stretch run right now and chip away at this and hopefully by about the five-minute mark have it at about nine points. 46-26, the McFarland Spartans. 11 minutes and 30 seconds away from their first trip to the Resch Center and the WIA Girls Basketball State Tournament since 1999. Union Grove trying to mount the miraculous comeback. Ludvigsen missed, but steals and shoots good from the free throw line extended right spot. Great play defensively, heads up by Ludvigsen to get the steal and then take the quick jumper. 46-28, 18-point lead for McFarland. And Union Grove adjusting out of that timeout, supplying a little bit of wing trapping action. Freeman to the basket, no good with a little contact, no whistle. 
And it's out of bounds to McFarland. It'll stay right here. 10.55 to go. Jesse Nelson, Bill Kegler, video producer Ryan Wollersheim, audio producers Hunter Vaughn and Riley Yauk. Enjoying this girls basketball sectional final. Packed house at DeForest Area High School. Off the inbound, Tegan Mullaney goes up with the left hand good. Too easy. Their weak side defense needs to be a little more present. East Spang, Sophia Rampula now backpedaling on the right side of the floor. Rampula pull up three off the front of the rim, no good. McFarland has it and a whistle will go against E. Spang, who is having a frustrating afternoon. Yeah, a senior who you've seen her aggressiveness pick up in the second half, taking more shots than she did in the first half. Doesn't want her career to end today. Spang picks up her fourth personal. So now Spang with four, May with three, Rampula with four, Ludvigsen with three for Union Grove. And meanwhile, Tegan Mullaney just keeps doing her thing. Free throw line extended right, pulls up for the mid-range jumper, extends McFarland's lead back to 22. 50 to 28 is the score. Three-point attempt, no good by Spang from the right side. Mullaney pushes out front. Dean with the layup, too strong, no good. Batted out, loose ball. Union Grove runs it down. Carolyn May, left side Rampula across midcourt, going all the way to the bucket, draws contact, shot no good. Two free throws for Sophia Rampula. And they call that on Mullaney. And that is Mullaney's fourth personal, Bill Kegler. So the foul trouble not exclusive to Union Grove. Mullaney has been so disciplined not getting into foul trouble in the big games this year. And Mom giving the, the look to her saying, be smart, pointing at her temple, and she's going to sub her out here. And mind you, in the first half, they went on a run and increased their lead while she was on the bench. Didn't, didn't make much of a difference at all when she was on the bench. Mullaney checks out with 9.54 to go in the game. Rampula hits the second free throw, 50 to 30 is the score. Elise Freeman breaks through the pressure into the front court for McFarland. Kirch, left, Freeman, right for Testelin. Open in the corner, Bryn Kirch now drives inside. Kirch trying to feed it to the right block, stolen away by Union Grove. They'll push out front, Spang, left hand layup, yes. 50 to 32, McFarland still leads. Magic number 56, 98% of the time. Team that scores 56 first will go on to win this game. You just made that up, because I haven't heard that number all day. <laughs> Magic number right there, I got it written on the old score sheet. Bill I was Kegler. just gonna say, show me your work on this. It's a formula that I was taught by Bradley Braves play-by-play -play announcer Dave Snell. Only a select few people in this world know it. Not even the Dean Dennis Semrau is, is in on is it. Is liquid involved? Liquid consumption involved in this? There's a potion in everything. A little magic eight ball helps. Got a whistle now that will send Sophia Rampula to the line for Union Grove. Momentum for the Broncos. Clock stops with 9.09 to go in the game. So this is about as close to the midway mark as we're probably going to get with a stoppage on the clock. So this is where you really start to turn up the desperation if you're Union Grove. Rampula's first free throw good where she is a 65% free throw shooter on the season. Yeah. 
Union Grove has been to the sectional final three times in program history. 2010, 2015, 2022, that was last year. They have lost all three games. They have never been to the section or to the state tournament. I've never seen that happen. So Jesse. what was that, Bill? They, the, a player from McFarland made a line violation. They blew the whistle and didn't allow Union Grove to shoot the free throw. Where you would traditionally let her shoot the free throw, and if she misses it, give her another, and she ended up missing the free throw. So Coach Domogowski is right to be upset over there, but they're back up the line. Hopefully they can capitalize because it's kind of been their Achilles heel today. If they make a little more of their free throws, this is games more within reach. While you were providing that explanation, Bill, E. Spang came away with a steal, was fouled on an attempted layup, missed it, but she will shoot two free throws. And another timeout, McFarland with 8.55 to go. We will take it as well. 50-33, to 33, McFarland leads Union Grove in the sectional final. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson along with the coach Bill Kegler. Prep Mania brought to you by Stoughton Health where they provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton's community and the entire Madison area. From our sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to the renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. 50-33, McFarland leads Union Grove in this Division II girls basketball sectional final at DeForest Area High School. The winning team today advances to the Resch Center in the girls basketball state tournament next week. First free throw out of the timeout for Spang is no good. She misses the second as well, but an offensive rebound stays with Union Grove. Left side, Domogolski driving and a whistle prior to the shot. Keep it on the floor. That was the last foul to give. And that is Bryn Kirch's fourth personal for McFarland. Inbound, quick shot, Ludvigson no. Another offensive rebound, Union Grove, but capitalizing with Mullaney out of the game right now. Layup is good for Sophia Rampula. She backed up beyond the right wing, just decided to go drive to the hoop and found a good look. Double team in midcourt, nearly a turnover, loose ball. McFarland able to keep it. Right in front of Mullaney, who's ready to check back in at the scorer's table. Spartan basketball, Dean is fouled from behind. Not in the act of shooting, but as she fielded the pass near the free throw line. And a little bit of a line change here for McFarland. And I think I just realized, Bill, that Coach Sarah Mullaney with Tegan on the bench called that timeout, not necessarily to ice the free throw shooter, E. Spang, but to give a little extra breather for Mullaney before she checks back in, as she just did. A little bit of trust, mother-daughter trust here, making sure she doesn't pick up a fifth foul because, as you mentioned, the offensive rebounding has been a problem. Mullaney finds Adrian Kirch in the left corner who buries a three. McFarland back up 18, 53-35 with eight minutes to go. So Union Grove needs to keep their foot on the gas here offensively. Interesting to see what McFarland chooses to do offensively, if they're going to continue to play at their pace or if they do pull back a little bit to try to eat the clock. Inbound pass comes in. Pull up three. Ludvigson from the right side. No good. That has not been her shot today. Offensive rebound. Rampula playing with four fouls aggressively. Rampula comes away with the steal and the basket. And now a bad pass at midcourt. Turned over. Carolyn May. Easy layup. Union Grove. Broncos aren't dead yet. 
53-39, and now in the backcourt, Elise Freeman double dribbled, and this is the loudest the Union Grove fans have been today. Broncos get it back with 7.34 to go. McFarland might be seeing their nightmares from the other night when Monona Grove closed the lead on them in the second half. They may need to burn a timeout here. Hopefully if you use one now, you don't have to use them at the end of the game, but depending on coaching philosophy, which direction you go. Ludvigs and Rampula reverse layup is good. Rampula has arrived. 7.25 to play, 53-41. McFarland over and back, forced by the pressure of Union Grove. Three straight possessions with a turnover. Things are getting interesting all of a sudden in this sectional final. Broncos with a sudden surge in. Rampula laid it up good with a foul. You could barely hear the whistle with how loud the gym is right now for the Union Grove fans. Rampula to the line for a chance at a three-point play, and it would cut the lead to single digits if she makes it. 53-43. Rampula's cool, calm, and collected. She doesn't play with a ton of emotion, but she's getting the job done right now by being more assertive. The free throw is no good and tracked down by Elise Freeman in the corner. Ten-point advantage for the McFarland Spartans. We have a game in the sectional final. Union Grove steal. Domagolski at midcourt for Ludvigsen. Feed. Layup. Good. Carolyn May. This is amazing. McFarland seems to have fallen apart in the last two minutes. Another steal by Domagolski. Took it from Freeman from behind. Ludvigsen, kick out, left side, mid-range jumper, air ball, no good for Spang, and McFarland has it. And Sarah Mullaney needs to talk to her team with 6.38 to go. 53-45. The playoffs do some crazy things to you, Bill Kegler. What just happened? Union Grove playing with urgency, getting up and being more aggressive, jumping passing lanes, and McFarland not taking advantage of it by potentially jump stopping, pivoting, rather than throwing a pass that is 50-50, taking the sure thing. Also looking down the court, the both teams have been throwing the ball over the top all night to be pressure. McFarland hasn't done it. Part of it is uh, Tegan is on the bench, so she's not able to do it as their primary ball handler and a great passer with her eyes always up in transition. She's back in the game now. Hopefully she'll be able to calm them down, get them a good possession. They don't even necessarily need to score. Just get a good possession with a good shot and then get their defense set and get a, a stop on the other end and they'll be in good shape. Although Union Grove keep their pressure on. Hopefully they get a steal here and they can continue to close this gap. Out of the timeout, McFarland basketball. They're able to break into the front court. Bryn Kurtz to the corner for Ava Dean. Mulaney on the floor playing with four fouls with 6.30 to go. That didn't seem like a big deal two minutes ago. Now it's huge. When you can just feel the calmness has come over McFarland now. Union Girls in the zone. They're taking their time. Bryn Kurtz draws contact from Domagolski. And the clock stops with 6.14 to go. That is the third personal foul on Domagolski. That is the fifth foul as a team for Union Grove in this half. Broncos are in the bonus. They will shoot free throws the rest of the way. They have one foul to give to McFarland. With momentum on their side, they're in good shape. I said they wanted to be 
down nine with five minutes left, and they're at eight with six minutes left. So they're ahead of pace right now for where I'd like to be. So hopefully they can continue that, and we'll have a buzzer beater today. Ava Dean wide open, Freeman on the left block, and she lays it up good. What a look. Dean drew the defenders. Mullaney was in the corner, drawing everyone that way, and all alone, Elise Freeman hit it. Three-point shot, no good from Rampula. Rebound, McFarland. Ten-point lead, 5.40 to play. Up top for Bryn Kirch, who slows it down. Kirch drives in the paint, feeds Mullaney. Baseline, layup, good. Tegan Mullaney with 23. 57-45, McFarland extends the lead back to 12. Driving inside, Domagolski with the left-hand layup. She got through two defenders, and that's Mullaney with four fouls, not wanting to initiate the contact, playing a factor. If she doesn't have four fouls, I think that's an easy block for Tegan Mullaney. Three-point attempt halfway down and out for Ava Dean. Ball out of bounds, last touch by Union Grove. It'll stay with McFarland. It's interesting to watch. McFarland wants to get out and run, and right now coach is telling them to slow down, and they're just itching in their skin because they want to go score. They want to be aggressive and attack, so they'll hold the ball for one or two passes, and then as soon as they have a look, they're going to score. Mullaney, contested shot, no good. Offensive rebound, McFarland. Open three, Adrian Kirch, no good. Rebound, tapped twice. Ava Dean got it. And she bounces a pass to Mullaney, who bounces a pass to Bryn Kirch, who takes a breath near midcourt. Kirch, Mullaney, open three. <laughs> Tegan Mullaney does it again. Rampula, response, no for Union Grove. McFarland gets the rebound. Battling for positioning to try and get away from the Union Grove defense. They succeed in doing so. Now out in front, Bryn Kurtz shot no. Mullaney offensive board, fouled on the putback. Shot no good, two free throws for Tegan Mullaney. 4.15 to go. Mullaney has narrowed down her college offers to Iowa, Wisconsin, Oregon, Kansas, Duke, Ohio State and North Carolina. Can you see why she has her choice of those teams? As she misses the first free throw. When she starts fine-tuning some of those skills, she's going to be a really good player. The base is there right now for her to be a phenomenal player at the next level. Tegan Mullaney's second free throw is good. 14-point advantage for McFarland, 61-47. Union Grove, response. Right to left, Carolyn May. Off balance shot was no good and a whistle goes against the Broncos. And now free throws for McFarland because that's the seventh team foul on Union Grove. And that is the final foul for E. Spang. The senior guard, E. Spang, fouls out with 4.04 to go. And if the score stands, that will be her last moment on the floor of her high school basketball career. Spang averages 10 points a game on the season. As the free throw was no good, but McFarland got the offensive rebound, and it feels like they have halted the momentum of Union Grove officially now. Bryn Kirch dribbling at the top of the key. Mullaney now. 3.50 to play. 61-47 McFarland. Ava Dean lost it momentarily, collects and passes it away. Bryn Kirch at the free throw line, nearly lost it. 
Union Grove's defense pursuing, but trying not to contact any of the McFarland players. And McFarland playing, if you don't want us to stall, come and get the ball. And they're going to get a layup out of this because Union Grove's extending their defense. Or they're going to get free throws. Bryn Kirch is fouled with 3.25 to go. Carolyn May, another senior for the Broncos, picks up her fourth personal foul. Shot is good from the free throw line for Bryn Kirch. That is her first point of the night. Bryn Kirch, usually the fourth leading scorer on the season for McFarland, averaging nine a game. 59% free throw shooter. But she goes two of two on this trip. 63-47, back to a 16-point lead for the McFarland Spartans. Rampula right side, up off the glass and good. Big second half for Sophia Rampula and a timeout called by the Broncos. 3.14 to play, 63-49. Bill Kegler, at this stage, what's the strategy for Union Grove? It's obviously desperation time. Is it just foul and hope for the best, or do you try and find a steal here? What do you do? Well, they're going to pick up full court and try to either get a steal or a 10-second call. That's your first option. If you don't have a good trap out of that once they cross half court, then you got to start fouling being down 14 this late in the game. But obviously, they need to have their scouting done of who they want to be fouling, right? You don't want to be fouling Mulaney. You probably don't want to be fouling Dean. So be aware of personnel who are on the court also and where they are and making sure you're following somebody who's not a great free throw shooter but then out of that you need to be able to rebound the ball because they just gave up an offensive rebound to Mulaney on a free throw so that's got to be their first thing before they can even think about transition offense trying to cut that lead down Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you in part by Nations Lending, Monona, where they find home financing solutions as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. And they'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership, from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Jesse Nelson, Bill Kegler. At DeForest Area High School sectional final, Division II girls basketball, McFarland 63, Union Grove 49. Out of the timeout, Carolyn May knocks it out of bounds. So the ball stays with McFarland inbounding in front of their own bench. 3.05 on the clock. So they're going to foul here because they are subbing out Ludvigson, who has four fouls, so does Rampula, but they don't have a lot of other options to get her out of the game right now. Inbound pass comes in for Mulaney in the corner. Double team. Mulaney finds help from Freeman out near the midcourt circle. And the bounce pass to Ava Dean where a foul is committed by Union Grove. One and one free throw opportunity. Foul committed by Faith Smith. Just her first. You can tell the strategic nature of that as Smith came in to commit her first foul and now checks out. And Dean's a 50% free throw shooter on the year, but she's played really well today, so confidence should be in her favor. Front end is no good, but the offensive rebound is tapped out by Elise Freeman into the hands of Mulaney. Domagalski trying to grab it from behind, and a foul will send Mulaney to the line. Domagalski incredibly frustrated. She wanted a held ball to be the call there. She had a hand on it, but Mulaney did a good job taking it away. And actually, it's going to be Bryn Kurtz shooting the free throws. 
We have another player following out for Union Grove, which if they're going to start following, we're going to have a lot of that happening here towards the end of the game. And it's another senior, Carolyn May, fourth leading scorer on the year, averaging seven points a game. May has fouled out of what may be her final high school basketball game. Bring Kirch, a 59% free throw shooter, missing the first one. So the law of averages will tell you she's going to make this one. Kirch, second attempt. There's your law of averages as it falls through good. 15-point lead for McFarland with 2.45 to go. Rampula playing with four fouls. Samantha Hafferkamp over for Rampula. Left corner three, no good. And the rebound, Domogolski trying to track it down. Ends up in the hands of Bryn Kirch. And a foul is committed to send Kirch back to the free throw line with 2.31 to go. Bryn Kirch on the line, Union Grove needs to secure the defensive rebound here. They've given up way too many offensive rebounds off of free throw situations, which should be easiest because we have stationary box out opportunities. Double bonus for McFarland as the first free throw is no good for Kirch. The McFarland Spartans, 25 and two including a 17-1 record in Rock Valley Conference play. Champions of the conference. Second free throw, also no good for Bryn Kirch. And on the other end, an offensive foul is called on Sophia Rampula. That is her last. And the leading scorer for Union Grove just fouled out of the game. Three of the team's four leading scorers have fouled out with 2.26 left. Rampula can't believe it. Coach Domogolski can't believe it. And there's nothing Coach Domogolski can do over on the sideline. He's talking to the wrong official, unfortunately, which is a smart move by the officials to not talk to the official who called it. But as a coach, it drives you crazy because you want an explanation of what he saw. From our angle, it was the right call. However, time and situation, do you call that on the best player of the other team? As a coach, I say no. But again, I don't wear the stripes. Inbound from Mullaney, gets into Kirch, Bryn Kirch for her sister Adrian on the left side. McFarland playing keep away with 2.15 to go. Union Grove now playing without three of its top four scorers on the season who have fouled out. Pass from Mullaney was intercepted and taken away by Union Grove, trailing by 15. Right side Ludvigson goes to the bucket, too strong, trying to draw contact, no call. And the ball knocked out of bounds as Mullaney had the rebound. Lamers tapped it out. We're going to look over the top here because we have a McFarland player down the court that no one's guarding. But it comes in right in front of the baseline. And the pass is stolen away by Lamers with the layup. Good. Pressure from Union Grove gives McFarland an issue with a minute 53 to go in a timeout. 64-51. McFarland leads Union Grove. 30-second timeout. We'll take it with him on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson and the coach Bill Kegler at DeForest Area High School. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin on demand. 64-51. The McFarland Spartans who have not been to Green Bay since 1999 in the state tournament. They have a 13-point advantage with just over 100 seconds to play. Out of the timeout. Inbound comes in. Bryn Kirch across midcourt. Kirch. 
Picks up the dribble, finds Elise Freeman. Freeman for Adrian Kirch, left side, back to Tegan Mullaney. And Mullaney is fouled by Ashley Lamers of Union Grove. Clock stops at a minute 39. 99 seconds left in this sectional final. Interesting, Union Grove didn't have a little more pressure in the front court and waited to the back court to, uh, sorry, the back court, and then into the front court in order to start trapping. But it does shrink the court, give you a better opportunity for steals. It's a smart move by Coach Domogalski. First free throw good for Tegan Mullaney. 80% on the year. Two of two on this trip as she hits the second. 66-51, McFarland comfortably in front. Approaching one minute and 30 seconds to play. Ava Domogolski driving inside, off balance, shot no good. And a foul from behind will send Bryn Kirch back to the free throw line for McFarland. Union Grove starting to sense that their special season may be coming to an end here. As the first free throw is no good for Bryn Kirch. 25-2 overall record for the Union Grove Broncos. Had that 21-game winning streak from December 2nd until February 17th. Only losing two games all season long. The second game of the year and the last game of the regular season. As the second free throw missed and goes out of bounds. It'll stay with McFarlane with a minute 22 to go. Tough entry angle here in the deep corner. They're going to have to probably throw the ball over the top, but hopefully uh, they can use Mulaney's size here to go up and get it. Well, instead, it goes into Ava Dean near the midcourt circle. Dean now gets it double-teamed. She's able to find some help over in the right corner for Kirch, and the foul is committed by Sid Ludvigson. And that is her fourth personal. Minute 14 to go. The offensive rebounds continue to be an issue for Union Grove even as we start to close this game out. Bryn Kirch to the line where the first free throw is no good. Union Grove, this is going to be a difficult defeat today at DeForest Area High School. A team that felt like they were building last year, losing to a star-studded Reedsburg squad in the sectional final. Second free throw good for Kirch. And Union Grove really felt like a senior led group this season would have a great chance to get to the Resch Center and make a run at a state title. And it appears they're about to come up just short as McFarland gets the steal. Mullaney, left side Adrian Kirch, a lot of contact and a foul is committed with 53.7 to go. Elise Freeman comes out a little banged up as she goes to the free throw line to shoot two. Hey, credit all the seniors for Union Grove. Domogolski, Carolyn May, Eastbang, Faith Smith, Sid Ludvigson, Sophia Rampula. A lot of the players that we've seen play the majority of the minutes today. And now checking in another senior, number 32, Morgan Fuker. First action of the night for Fuker. And that's Coach Rob Domogolski getting her some playing time in her final high school game. Second free throw good for Bryn Kirch. Neither has a lot of uh, bench to put in here at the end of the game, but they're going to play out this one with most of their key players that are still eligible due to foul trouble. Faith Smith shot no good with 40 seconds to go. Out of bounds to McFarland. 
Yeah, and McFarland's going to put in a couple of their players who haven't seen action yet. Timeout is called with 38.8 to go. Union Grove calls the timeout. It appeared that Mullaney and others were about to check out for McFarland. 68 to 51 is the score with 38.8 on the clock. So the McFarland Spartans, 38 seconds away from celebrating the team's first trip to the state tournament since 1999. McFarland has been to state three different times. Twice they have emerged as state champions in 1999 and in 1983. They were not victorious in their original trip to state in 1980. But it's been a while for the Spartans girls basketball program to celebrate a trip to state. And then finally getting a couple seniors on the court here to end the game and number 21 Serenity Smith and number 23 Taylor Feldner. Get them a little bit of tick here at the end maybe. Get them in the box score if they get fouled. Mullaney stays on the court as does Bryn Kirch. Hand off for Feldner. Right side Adrian Kirch 25 seconds. McFarland student section beginning the celebration and a foul is committed by Ludvigson with 20 seconds left. Ludvigson will foul out of the game just like all of her other fellow senior starters for the Union Grove Broncos. And roughly so, they called an intentional foul. She put two hands out in front of herself and pushed Mullaney in the shoulder. It wasn't malicious, she didn't go to the ground, but it was an intentional foul, so it's the right call by the officials. 20.5 on the clock as Ludvigson fouls out. And you can see Ludvigson being consoled with some tears as she heads to the bench by Coach Rob Domogolski. Meanwhile, on the other end, celebration is on for McFarland. All the fans are standing. Tegan Mullaney hits the first free throw following the intentional foul. Second free throw is good. It's going to be an adventurous summer for Tegan Mullaney when she makes the decision on where she wants to play college basketball if she does do so during the summer. She has her fair share of options to choose from, but plenty to do before that at the state tournament next week for the McFarland Spartans. 15 seconds. Union Grove no longer fouling. Bryn Kirch with eight seconds on the clock will dribble. A special group of Spartans back to state for the first time since 1999. McFarland wins it 70-51. to 51. And the celebration is on for the McFarland Spartans girls basketball program. Tegan Mullaney and her fellow teammates with tears of celebration. They've done it. McFarland headed to the Resch Center next week. A great effort by McFarland all across the board. They had great, great opportunity for players to step up when Mullaney went to the bench at the end of the first half and they extended their lead. So hopefully they can continue that with everybody pitching in next week as they head to Green Bay and have some representation from the Madison area in Green Bay next weekend. 70 to 51 is the final score. 
The coach, Bill Kegler, and I will be back to wrap it up after this as you get to watch the celebration continue on Wisconsin On Demand. 70-51, to 51, McFarland defeats Union Grove. We'll wrap it up after this. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Where those of you watching our free live video stream see that the celebration is on for the fans of the McFarland Spartans as they now take out onto the court to celebrate with pictures and the cutting of the nets here at DeForest Area High School. McFarland wins the sectional final 70-51 to over Union Grove. The McFarland Spartans advance to the team's first state tournament appearance since 1999. Jesse Nelson along with our friend from Madison College in the 608 basketball tournament. The coach, Bill Kegler. Billy, what happened in this game that really set McFarland apart entirely from Union Grove, especially in the late stages of that first half? Well, they were able to get the turnovers they needed to get out in transition and score with Laney on the bench. They were able to use their size disadvantage, actually, to their advantage by pressuring a passing lanes. Also, being able to get to the basket and get to the free throw line. What did we figure out? They were 26 of 43 from the free throw so line. The final numbers on the free throw, we'll get to the final haul presented by Stoughton Trailers in a minute. McFarland finished 26 of 43 shooting free throws. 26 of 43. Union Grove was 7 of 17. So there's your difference in the game right there is the aggressiveness of getting to the basket and drawing fouls, but also defensively being able to keep Union Grove out of the lane for most of the game, and they were taking a lot of perimeter shots, which led to a lot of long rebounds, which was their runout opportunities. The final haul on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania is presented by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. All of these numbers are unofficial because we are on the opposite end of the scorer's table and the entire floor has been uh, spilled over by McFarland Spartan fans. So we have not checked these scores, but we're pretty confident that we kept an accurate score total throughout. And leading the way, Tegan Mullaney, the sensational junior for McFarland, 31 points to lead all scorers today. Tegan Mullaney, another incredible performance, helping lead the Spartans back to the state tournament. 16 points for Ava Dean, and an outstanding performance, particularly with 12 of those points coming in the first half for Ava Dean, one of the big differences in this game. A couple other point totals for McFarland, 10 for Adrian Kirch, 5 for Bryn Kirch, all at the free throw line, 8 points for Elise Freeman. For the Union Grove Broncos, 16 points for Sophia Rampula, the team's leading scorer on the season. She ended up having a big second half to get right back to about that point total for the year on average. Averaging 17 points a game, Rampula had 16 today. 10 for Sid Ludvigson, 8 apiece for Domogolski and Spang. 5 points for Ashley Lamers and 4 points for Carolyn May. Union Grove finishes the season with an overall record of 25-3. and they fall in the sectional final for the second straight year. Reedsburg got them a year ago. This time around, it's McFarland. The McFarland Spartans improved to 26-2 on the year, and they will be in search of wins 27 and 28 
next week in Green Bay at the Resch Center, which is the host site of the WIAA Girls Basketball State Tournament. Two teams that were about as evenly matched on paper as you'd think they could be coming into a sectional final. Both teams with identical records of 25-2 and two entering the game. Union Grove the one seed, McFarland the two. Union Grove finished the season ranked third in the AP poll, McFarland fourth. You knew it would probably come down to this matchup when the brackets came out. And here we were, and McFarland, ultimately Bill Kegler, gets the celebration. The youth and the energy of McFarland won out over the seniority of Union Grove, and it just goes to show that the depth is still really helpful, even though uh, they might be a little bit younger, you know, not much, with their best player being a junior. But the two seniors at Union Grove, uh, you would hope could lead you a little bit more. And again, we talked about at the beginning of the game, the foul trouble, and it played out to be that case where them both following out at the end of the game and weren't able to be on the floor for as many minutes as Union Grove needed them to be. Final score, 70-51. to 51. Union Grove, or excuse me, McFarland defeats Union Grove. The McFarland Spartans celebrating a trip to the state, champ state tournament, I should say, as Tegan Mullaney up on the ladder cuts down her portion of the net for the McFarland Spartans. Good luck to McFarland as they continue the journey next week in Green Bay. Thank you, Bill Kegler, for stopping by the broadcast booth this afternoon. We'll see you at the Boys Basketball State Tournament at the Kohl Center in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's always a fun time with energy in the Kohl Center and looking forward to watching and talking about some more basketball. And, of course, follow along for all the latest for the 608 Basketball Tournament at Madison College at 608B-Ball on Twitter. And you also got a Facebook page for that tournament up as well. Absolutely. And Alex Strofe is already sending out shots about this contest we're having next week with our highlights from the <laughs> 608 next year. So I asked him to put together a T-shirt campaign. So we'll see what he comes up with. <laughs> well... That's that's classic Strofe. I hope he has a great call with the Dean Dennis Semrau tonight at Stoughton High School because Prep Mania is not done for the day. Coming up later today in the exclusive video stream on Wisconsin On Demand, it's the Vikings and the Vikings, Mount Horeb and Stoughton for the boys' regional final from Stoughton High School. Alex Strofe and Dennis Semrau will have you with coverage starting at 6.30 exclusively on Wisconsin On Demand. For our video producer, Ryan Wollersheim, our audio producers, Riley Yauk, and Hunter Vaughn, and for the coach, Bill Kegler. My name's Jesse Nelson. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. McFarland head coach Sarah Mullaney cutting down the nets at DeForest Area High School as the McFarland Spartans, for the first time since 1999, advance to the WIAA Girls Basketball State Tournament. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.